0: It just loves a good flat twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
3: I don't know how to be submissive on record no more. All right, everybody. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know
5: what?
6: All right, I'm done.
3: I'm done. I really, I, I froze. As soon as you hear recording, I froze though. I
7: froze. <laughs> All right. Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to branding and cash flow with Grace and Deanna. Deanna and Grace. Okay, there we go. So. This evening, we are talking about cash flow is your friend. Cash flow is your friend. Two weeks ago, when I was talking about multiple streams of income, we spoke about cash flow and how cash flow is needed in multiple streams of income. And we'll go back over the meaning of it. Cash flow is the total amount of money moving or flowing, like water, in and out of your business. So when you hear somebody say, cash is king, no, cash is not king, cash flow is king, because cash flow is your friend. You don't don't want just cash, no, you want cash flow, because if you just have cash, that can just be here today, gone tomorrow, but if you have cash flow, it's going in and out your business, more importantly, it's coming in. Now, why cash flow is your friend? Cash flow is your friend because it is the lifeblood of your business. Cash flow is the lifeblood of your business. Yes, I know you're saying, but you need customers. Customers are your life, the lifeblood of your business. Yes, it is. Yes, they are. But guess what customers have? They have cash to give you so it can flow in and out of your business. Therefore, cash flow is the lifeblood of your business. Remember, cash that flows like water in and out of your business is a good thing. And you wanna make sure that you have constant cash flow. And I mean constant cash flow. You never want the well to dry up. So make sure that you have constant cash flow. Well, well how is cash flow your friend? Y'all ask the best question. Antonio says, it was, I heard him say that too. Y'all do ask the best questions all the time. Cash flow is your friend because it's cash paid by customers for goods and services that you've provided from your business. And cash flow can be used for your expenses, such as paying salaries, buying materials, other say other expenses that are needed. Hey, keep the lights on. If you're renting out a space for your office, what, what have you, cash flow works for all of that. You Wanna make sure, I'm gonna to continue to say this, that you have constant cash flow, constant cash flow. Also, when cash flow is your friend? When is cash flow your friend? Really, cash flow is your friend all the time. Cash flow is your friend always, but especially when you learn how to manage it and also increase it. When you learn how to manage your cash flow and you learn how to increase your cash flow, that is when it is your very best friend. Some ways that you can manage your cash flow. Make sure that you stay on top of your transactions. You know, the thing, what, what, what you bring in and what you spend, make sure you always know what go comes in, what goes out. Great way to manage it. Just like, okay. No one really uses checkbooks anymore, but I'm pretty sure that you manage your bank account, bank account. So you know what money comes in, you know what money goes out so that you can manage that same way with the cash flow of your business. Also, Create cash flow statements so that you can continue to see and stay on top of your transactions. Wanted to share something real quick. Okay, this is an example of, of a cash flow statement. Hopefully everyone can see this here. It says, Diana's goat grooming. I, just, I found an example. I said, oh, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. Diana's goat grooming. <laughs> Month ended January 31st, 2019. So these are all the cash flow from Diana's goat grooming operations. Okay, so the net income, $60,000, and then additions to cash. So we know, and I love this, addition means to add, okay? Depreciation is $20,000, so you're adding that. Then your increase in accounts payable, she had $10,000. Subtractions from cash. The increase in the accounts seal was $20,000. Increase in inventory was $30,000. And then going down net cash from operations, the $40,000 cash flow from investing. Diana purchased some equipment that was worth $5,000. So when you purchase something, that means money is going out. All of these things that are in red in parentheses, you already, you already know. If it's in red, money is going out. If it's in black, money is coming in cash flow from financing notes payable was seven thousand five hundred dollars so when you add all of the money that that came in and then subtracted the money that went out of the business the cash flow for the month that ended in december 31st 2018 was forty two thousand five hundred dollars. this is diana's cash flow statement so you want to make sure you create cash flow statements like this so you can manage your money understand what go what's going in what's coming out. Also, you wanna make sure you use the cash flow statements to understand how your money is moving and flowing through your business. Okay, I can guarantee you, everyone who has a business on here knows where the money is going, how it's being used. Because I always hear people say, especially the CEO of this company say, hey, I follow my money. Yes, you should definitely have that mentality. Please follow your money in your business, in your personal life, especially in your business, follow your money. That way you can constantly have cash flow. Before I move on, does anyone have any thoughts, questions on cash flow being your friend? Any thoughts or questions? All that we gonna keep going to increase your cash flow. Some things that you can do require deposits up front. When I did my research and things, and I saw this, that, that that really blessed me. Require deposits up front. A person who I know does this or people I know that who do this, or Phil and Susan, Phil and Susan Sorrentino, they require deposits up front. And I would like to ask if one of these lovely people would let us know how they do that. I've heard I heard Phil and Susan mention this before of how they would charge people or require deposits up front.
5: Go ahead. Yeah. just tell them that's your that's your policy.
4: Yeah. That that's the policy that we have and we discuss it up front if um, you know if for some reason we were to discount the fee and co-sponsor it, then we ask for the full amount up front. Otherwise it's a 50% deposit, um, right away at the time we send out our, um, speaker agreement that they sign and then they, um, return a check or whichever way we determine for that to be done. And that's kind of standard practice in the speaking industry.
5: And then we invoice them for the second half, 10 days before the event. So they'll either send us a check or they'll have a check ready at the event and just give it to me.
7: All right. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, the humor consultants they make sure that they, what's the word I'm looking for? They ensure their cash flow. Yeah, we make policy. sure
5: we get paid.
7: That's it. <laughs> you want to make sure you get paid. Yes, making sure you get, making sure you get paid is ensuring and increasing your cash flow and managing it as well. Thank you so much, Phil and Susan. So you want to make sure uh, you want to do that. Require deposit. Let people know, hey, this is my policy it's, you know for my services, for my uh, goods that I am supplying. And this, is, this is our policy, this is what we require. And then also, have monthly subscriptions. This is being taught all the time, even within the business university. Have monthly subscriptions. Antonio preaches this. Make sure in your business, have monthly subscriptions. That will really ensure that you constantly have cash flow. Monthly subscriptions every month? You know money is constantly coming in every month. When someone subscribes, your goods or services for this amount every single month hey you know hey okay i know i have this much coming in this much coming in and then when you constantly have new subscribers coming in every month that will that will increase your cash flow and increase more of your assurance that you will have cash flow coming in so that you can take care of the business can flow and take care of itself Cash flow is your friend. Again, cash flow is a total amount of money moving or flowing in and out of your business. It is the lifeblood of your business and you wanna make sure you have constant cash flow. This can be, cash flow can be made by customers paying for your goods or services and then cash flow can also be used for expenses that you have within your business, such as salaries, materials, equipment, things of that nature. And then when you learn to manage and increase your cash flow, it will always be your friend. Make sure you do that. Does anyone have any questions, thoughts, or comments about cash flow?
5: Yes, Grace. Yes, sir. Yeah, the one thing I think that we don't think about that, that we used extensively was barter or trade. I mean, I've gotten office furniture, I've gotten computers, I've gotten cars. I had three kids and a wife in braces. I got $18,000 to spend at a resort that was 40 minutes south of Disney World. Uh, I did a barter with a company that was having a special sale of uh, of Abercrombie, uh, Henry Bendel, Georgia Armani. So I took Susan to the place and I said, Susan, no limit, anything you want. So gave her a no limit shopping spree. At this uh, at this event, and so I said, "Okay, now in the husband rating scale, where does this put me?" And she said, "Even." I go, "Even? This just got me to even." Oh well, I guess I'll take it. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, bartered for. Shoot. Well, remember, we got
4: the deck on the house. Um, we also, when um, Dave Caperton worked with us, we got his whole house with um i don't remember what that was new carpet or something when he brought his child home after having eye cancer remember that right. we've yep. done a lot of barter in that amount of yeah time. if you
5: need something if you need something think who has it and then take what you, your skills are and approach them and say they'd like to i'd be willing to do this for you you got
1: Here's another secret to success, RISE.com. RISE is an all-in-one system that makes online training easy to create, enjoyable to take, and simple to manage. With RISE, anyone can easily create guides, courses, and other training content. You can start from scratch or customize hundreds of rebuilt lessons, helpful course templates, and gorgeous sample courses to build content even faster. Your learners will love RISE because RISE courses are beautiful, interactive, and engaging. Your managers will love RISE because RISE makes it fast and easy to create, distribute, and analyze online training. And your IT department will love RISE because it has everything your team needs to manage online training in one secure enterprise-class system. So why you'll love RISE? By starting a, third, a free 30-day trial at rise.com success. Again, it's rise.com slash success to start your 30-day free trial. R-I-S-E dot com slash success.
5: This they'll do it because if you barter for retail, they've only got their their uh, their cost in it and your costs, you are your cost of goods. So it's not like you gotta buy something to mark it up. It really helps Bar- your cash flow when you're when you're bartering.
4: Well, on top of that, you're getting goods that you can use that you might purchase and you save money that way. But when you're giving the presentation, you're usually going to get you know, at least three um, referrals or presentation from that presentation that you give. So you've built the relationship and then you're in front of an audience that's going to take you to the next place. So as opposed to not doing it you can barter for the services and then also increase the chances of getting more business either with them or with other people in the audience because one thing leads to another
7: yes ma'am thank you so much Phil and susan. susan yes barter and training can definitely help <laughs> increase your cash flow why well, because you don't have to pay for it Okay, you bartered, you bartered and traded for different things—equipment or goods and services, things of that nature. that's very main. Yes, thank you so much for that. Go ahead. Yeah, I just
5: remember printing. I bartered for a copier. Uh, um, my office—I bartered for an office. That I had an office in a, in a place where the guy had a, a travel business and a travel school. So I spoke at his graduation every, every time he had a graduation and bartered for office space. Uh, just before you spend money on anything, think: Can I barter first?
7: That's it. That is that is definitely great advice. Great advice. I hope y'all are listening. Just before you buy anything, ask yourself: Can <laughs> I barter for what what it is that I need? Philip <laughs> Susan reminded me that when we were first starting out with the company when I went and asked my church members, the people who watched me grow up, went in with a uh, laminated list, laminated sheet with a list of equipment that we needed to get the company up and going and asked, if you could, would you mind uh, purchasing one of these items of equipment that we need to start our company? And if not, if you would just, Give a donation if you greatly appreciate it. I'm telling you, that list, <laughs> that list, things got crossed off on that list. And our cash flow definitely was helped because we didn't have to pay for any of the equipment that was on the list. And so that works as well. Ask for support. Ask people that you know that will support you. Even if, you do, if you're if you not sure, ask them anyway. Only thing they can say is yes or no. And last time I checked, no... <laughs>
3: and
7: inspired tomorrow.
1: This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This
7: is Make Fit News. Oh, never killed anybody anyway. So go out there and ask for support. You have not because you asked not. Go out there, get it done so that you can increase your cash flow. Is there anyone else? Thank you so much again, Mr. Phil and Ms. Susan. Is there anyone else who has any questions or thoughts on cash flow? All right, all right. Now, the gentleman that came on earlier and froze (laughs) as soon as we hit the record button, I just want to ask if he would give us a few nuggets on cash flow. Mr. Smith Jr., are you able to to unmute your mic, sir? Okay. Okay, he must be in a meeting or something. Not a problem. But cash flow is your friend you want to make sure that you have constant cash flow. Take the, take the advice, the suggestions, the tips that we were talking about today. <clears throat> Barter and trade. Uh, manage your cash flow by creating cash flow statements. And then study those statements so that you can understand how your money's flowing in and out of the business, where your money's going, where your money's coming from. So that way you can increase it and you can, as you study it, you can make notes and ask yourself questions. Okay, okay, this is where the money's going. This is where the money's not going. I mean, this is where the money is going. This is wh- where the money's coming from. Go ahead, Mr. Phil.
5: Well, and the one thing we got to understand when we talk about cash flow, we have to talk about the sales cycle because that's mm-hmm. where the cash comes from is making sales. Mm-hmm. So you really got to be aware that every day you do something proactively to put things in the top of your sales funnel. So something will come out the bottom and it's a constant thing. And if you, if you kind of have call reluctance and don't do it, you'll end up not putting stuff into the top of your sales cycle for days on end. And then you really start panicking cause then there's nothing coming out of it cause you put nothing in the top of it. Mm-hmm. So when you think of cash flow, you think of how do I on a regular basis get in the habit proactively ask somebody to buy. Good points again,
7: good points again, sir. Thank you for that. Yes, (laughs) because the cash that's coming in comes from your sales. Thank you so much again for that, Mr. Phil. So that is a good question to continue to ask yourself. How can I get someone at the top of the sales funnel so that money can flow to the bottom? Good question to ask. You want to constantly ask yourself, how can we get more people to buy our products, buy our services? What is it that we need to do? How do we advertise so that people can see that we what we are selling? How do you get to the market who wants to buy our products and services? Go ahead, Mr. Phil.
5: Yeah, and I worked with a car dealership. The guy says, my, I, I did a program for the Christmas party, and then the owner came to me and says, Phil, my people love you. I want you to do something with my salespeople. I said, fine, but I only wanna work with the 20% of your salespeople that sell 80% of your product. He go, what? It's called Prado's Law, it's a 20-80 rule. He goes, why would you do that? I said, well, the 80% that sell 20%, all they'll tell me is why what I'm telling them won't work. The 20% that sell 80%, they know that school's never out for the pro. So they're always trying to get better. They're always trying to improve. So I put together a program. How do we sell a third more cars this, this quarter than we did last? And there's only two ways. Put more in the top of your sales cycle and close more of what you put in. There isn't any other way to sell more cars. You got to put more in the top and then you got to close a greater percentage of what you put in. And they ended up selling uh, 42% more cars that the next quarter. Because all they focused on is how do I put more in the top and how do I close more of what you put in? And I got them to position themselves as transportation advisors. They weren't car salespeople. They were transportation advisors. In other words, if you need legal advice, you go to a lawyer. If you need accounting advice, you go to an accountant. Wouldn't it be nice if you knew somebody that you trusted in the automobile business that when you needed a car, you could feel free about going to them and saying, here's what my needs are. Here's what my budgets are. Can you help me find the best car for me as opposed to what we've had to do in the past when we've dealt with car salespeople? I had one gentleman. I probably bought 80% of my cars from him. His name was Ralph Marinacci. And I would call Ralph up, I would tell him what I'd want, he would find it, I would buy it. we I'd never negotiate price with him, and if anything was wrong, he'd fix it. And that was our deal because I wanted him to make his money. I, I, I trusted him enough that he would have enough margin in there to cover him. So he would make his money, and I would get what I wanted, and then he gave me peace of mind that if anything was wrong with the car because you you really never want to buy a new car. Never trust a financial advisor that buys new cars. Because the most depreciated mile of a car is once it drives off the lot. You, learn, you lose twenty to thirty percent of the value of the car of a new car when you drive it off the lot. So what you really want to do is you want to get cars that had five to ten thousand miles on them, because the depreciation's already been taken. And then you want to—if I was doing a lease at the time, I always drove Cadillacs in my twenties. That's when Cadillacs was a cool brand. Uh, so we would get the—we'd we'd find a Cadillac that had five to ten thousand miles. I'd drive it until I had forty-five thousand miles on it. I turn it back in and then he would go find another one because the least appreciated miles of any car are the miles from 5,000 to 45,000. So you knew how to work it so that you get the most value driving the most car for the least cost.
7: (laughs) I cannot go behind that. I don't want to go behind that. Thank you so much, Mr. Field. Thank you so much, Mr. Field, for that transportation advisors. Yes. You would get if I told you I was. A, if you asked me what I did, and I told you I was a transportation advisor, rather than telling you, oh yeah, I'm a car salesman, I get a I get a different look than if I told you I was a car salesman. That that was really good. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Phil. Thank you again. Is there anyone else who has any questions or thoughts about cash flow? One once, one twice. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all that we have for this evening's Branding and Cash Flow. Thank you for joining us. Glad everyone was able to get on. For those of us who are in the Bureau of Dominant Speakers, at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we're going to have Having Fun While Getting Paid to Speak with Phil and Susan Sorrentino. And I'm looking forward to what it is they are going to give us on this evening. Again, thank you for joining us with Branding and cash flow with Grace and Deanna, Deanna and Grace. Grace and Deanna, Deanna and Grace. Everyone, have a wonderful evening. And in the words of our CEO, you can plant better. You can dominate. Take care, everyone. Love you
3: more, Ms. Phil. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect, you're already absolutely great, and you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have, it's not what you have, it's not what you do, it's what you know. How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you want to go? So, how do we make all this money, or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done, and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family? My name is Antonio T. Smith, Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow, I'm in the top 1% today To be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this, it almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America, and that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of most of you gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you can ever face. In your entire life especially for your family so consider this video this book your friendly tap on the shoulder I want to send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright I believe that abundance is freedom and I believe that this book is right for you in fact
6: so how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's zip ZipRecruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, and I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.